0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman, at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at GPItaliano.com, 708-325-4590.
1: Follow
0: me. On this week's show, we've got a. I think we've got a pretty good plan. one plan for you, like always. First of all, we're going to hear from Captain Tony sitting on the dock of the bay. I got to get that song. I just have to find that song on the net and use it. <laughs> he's waiting for his anglers uh, on the dock on Lake Michigan. But we're going to hear from him first, and then Brian Arnold from the Cook County Forest Preserve District. He's a program uh, manager there, and he's going to tell us how we can go camping. In the Chicago wilderness. You're saying, say what? The Chicago wilderness. That's called the Cook County Forest Preserves. And it'll save you a lot of money on gas and running around. You can enjoy an overnight or a weekend camping in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. He's going to tell us about all kinds of stuff, where we can go, where we can be part of it. And what's kind of nice, too, is, you know, they got, I think they have cabins. We're going to hear more about that from, I'll ask him all those important questions, Okay. And then Kevin Irons, he is the assistant deputy director of fisheries. Boy, what a title. Uh, (laughs) He's going to be talking to us about the new name for the Asian carp. They're now going to call it the copi, C-O-P-I. This is a great tasting fish. I know you people are going, no, 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 stop. This is a really good tasting fish which I have eaten and I've enjoyed. So we're going to hear from him about the kopi, uh, which is going to be the new name for the uh, Asian carp, because Asian carp really covers like about f- three or four different species and stuff like that. But, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, um, I don't know if any of you have ever had monkfish. Some people call it the poor man's lobster. Well, it's really a deep water fish that kind of looks like Jabba the Hut. Uh, it's called an angler fish. He's got something on his head that wiggles like a worm, and when the fish, little fish swims close to it, he just woof, woofs it down. But they are ugly. Ooh, man, they are ugly. Just, I mean, and they're called. They call it the monk fish. And, uh, and there's another one. There's an ocean fish, and I can't remember the name of it. But it'll come to me in a couple of minutes. But uh, so we're gonna, you know, there's a lot of things that we enjoy that may have had a different name, and in these carp don't live in the bottom. They live in the middle of the food chain. You know, they kind of like swim around with their mouth open eating algae and phytoplankton, zooplankton, all that little stuff. That's They're kind of like a black Angus, you know, cow, uh, steer walking through the uh, pasture eating grass. I mean, I'm kind of narrowing it down pretty simple, but that's kind of like what it is. So I'm going to look forward to hearing from him about the new Kopi and uh, some other stuff because he told me he was going to have a list of places that also have it. Uh, you can find that list of... Uh, places also where you can buy Kopi and find it on the menu at the facebook slash chauncey's great outdoors we've got a posting from the illinois department of natural resources when they made their announcement last uh, wednesday so i'm pretty excited about that and then in our last segment of the show yes 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 we're going to have on the aid and fishing report and some other outdoor information for you why because there's always a lot of fun here on The Great Outdoors, on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Now let's hear from Captain morning. Tony, sitting on the dock, waiting out for his captain. clients. Tony, what's up? Hey, good morning, Chaunce. How's everything going? Okay, what's happening on the big pond? Oh, well,
4: weather's changing. Real hot out there. Flies are biting, for sure. And some fish are biting. You know, everything's changing. We're starting to see uh, some kings showing up. Mm-hmm. Not many, but a few. Uh, Cohos are still around, not in high numbers, but they're getting bigger, you know, eight pounders. I did take a 13th for my biggest coho of the year. Mm. Uh, some lake trout are starting to show up. So we're seeing a little bit of a mixed bag. Okay. Uh, weather permitting, you know, we're offshore right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the fish have been moving around and if you find your fish, stick with them.
0: Now you said you're, you're picking up a, a stray King here and there
4: yeah yeah we took a 13 and a 17 the other day um, on flies and dodgers still um, cohos are still hitting a couple of yellow birds are still running a few yellow birds uh, Lead cores are out now running tens and eights uh, color lead cores uh, riggers have been pretty active and gypsies are still producing some cohos
0: Hmm. Okay. So we're seeing some activity going on out that way. And, uh, you know, it sounds like, uh, people need to get, you know, give you a yell and say, Hey, I want to go out tone.
4: Right. Right. And also if you're looking for some trout, some lake trout, uh, drop something down about 150 feet, Chrome Dodger, you Hmm. know, green fly. You know, you should be able to produce some lake trout down there.
0: And those look really good when you pull them out of a smoker, you know?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a Cajun smoked lake trout one day. I couldn't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They're really great smoked.
0: No, oh, that's so good to hear. Well, Tony, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a uh, charter set up with Diamond Ghost?
4: I would call the office at area code 847 838 2037 uh, visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Uh, if I'm not answering the phone, I'm probably fishing, so leave me a message and I will get back to you.
0: Sounds good to me, my friend. And what, <clears throat> what do we all yell on Diamond Ghost Charters?
4: Fish, Fish on! on. <laughs> all, right, all right, Tony. guys, be safe out there. Stay cool. Drink a lot of water.
0: You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or any of those water fun tollable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. and it's one of my favorite places to go.
5: You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two
0: words every fisherman loves to yell is, FISH ON! 2037 That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on!
6: Okay, forest animals. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course! Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle? He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel!
3: The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're
6: listening to
3: Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago.
0: Papa was a fishing was Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And nope, it's not the first of the month when we have on the Forest Preserve District. But you know what? With the price of gas and everything going so high, I wanted to talk to somebody of great knowledge. So we've got Brian Arnold on the phone. And Brian is a program coordinator.
6: Is that right, Brian? Yes, sir, program coordinator.
0: And Specifically, I wanted to talk about, I'll bet so many people don't know about this, Brian, that there are camping, and now you can't go camping you know, on the picnic rows, but there are specific camping areas with campsites and everything in the forest preserves.
6: That is correct, Chauncey. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of our our regular campers would like to keep this quiet because they find it as a hidden gem here in the county. But, yeah, we we opened up. Five campgrounds about five or seven years ago, um, and uh, the, the district put in a lot of money, and, and we, we decided we, we wanted to get camping under our, under our purview, and so we did
0: it. Now, what are the campsites that we, what are the camping areas? Because they're spread out from north to south, aren't they?
6: They are, they are. So we've got, uh, I'll, start, I'll start north and go south. Um, okay. We've got one that's an old Kiwanis camp called Camp Rheinberg. It's up in the Palatine area. Uh, It has cabins both three-season and four-season, and what I mean by four-season is they are heated and air-conditioned, believe it or not, for those of us who, you know, prefer not to sweat as we sleep at night in the summer, especially Mm -hmm. around these times. Um, We've got tent pads up there, just your normal kind of pitch a tent tent pads, as well as RV sites uh, where you can drive in. Some of them are long enough for up to 40-footers. Um, and we get people who are traveling across country that love our RV sites and those who are, you know, local that just want to go with the, with the family or with the, the spouse for a weekend and, and do it. So, um, so that's up in Palatine. If you go east with me, right off Lake Cook Road on Port Wine, it's Camp Rheinberg right there in Wheeling. I'm sorry, Camp uh, Danbeard, excuse me. That's an old Boy Scout property that was donated to the Forest Preserves. That has those cabins as well, one large and three, and three or four small. Those aren't heated or air-conditioned, but they're opened year-round. Um, and, and that site is geared more for our large group camping, our scouts, boys and girls clubs, other youth-serving or group-serving organizations. Mm-hmm. However, it's open to the public. We don't have any specified tent pads there or RV sites, but we do have a lot of space for camping, as well as a pavilion, and some other places for people to uh, to come and just enjoy some time outdoors. Okay. If we go south, we're going to go pretty far south. The next closest one would be in the Palos area, which is the district's largest land holding. And it's right there off uh, in, in the Maple Lake, Bullfrog Lake area uh, near Pulaski Woods, if your listeners are familiar. Mm-hmm. It's a brand-new campground, the district kind of. Uh, created this campground out of nothing and it's our our flagship in a lot of ways it's beautiful it kind of goes it starts at the lake at bullfrog lake it butts right up against it and slowly goes up the hill um we've got a a kayaking and boat dock there we have a fish dock on the lake it's across from maple lake we also have all those amenities i talked about rv sites tent pads large cabins small cabins and all of these campgrounds which i think people really enjoy (laughs) are are flush toilets, right? It's not your typical latrine you'd see at a state park maybe or you're used to from summer camp as a kid. These are brand-new amenities. Like I said, less than 10 years old, Um, flush toilets, showers. Uh, We have an outside organization, a company that, a vendor for us that we hire to run daily operations, take reservations. They're there all night long and awake. Um, So that's in Palos. That's called Camp Bullfrog Lake. If we go even farther south and west, we get to Camp Sullivan, which was another old property that was donated to us. It was an environmental education site and uh, used for some other things. And, and this one is the most well-known. The scouts and some other groups knew about it, and we allowed people to stay because we have these really large, very nice, what we call bunkhouses. We've got two large bunkhouses and one small. And those bunkhouses, Chauncey, are very popular. They, the large ones, the two of them, sleep up to thirty six. So they have 18 bunk beds in them, a full kitchen and a dining area, as well as a small bunkhouse that has um, uh, sleep 16 and has a full kitchen as well. And I forgot to mention, all these bunk houses have full bathrooms. The large ones have showers and two, so you can split them off. You have girls on one side, let's say if you're with a school group and boys on the other, for example. Uh, the small bunkhouse doesn't have a shower, but it also has a full bathroom as well as a a toilet shower building right there within the cul-de-sac of that space. Mm -hmm. A couple of large group site areas for tent camping, a pavilion, and uh, Camp Sullivan as well. It's our largest footprint. It it holds the most kind of acreage, if you will. It's our largest campground. We've got RV sites, and we call them privative sites. If you've ever tent camped at a state park, let's say, you might be used to kind of the, the the, the, the lawn, lawn being mowed, in, in the woods, and just throwing like a picnic table and a and a fire pit in there. That's something mm-hmm. we have there as well. Uh, we have a huge barn on site that's used for rentals and uh, as well as staff there. And our last site is down in South Holland, ninety hundred fifty seventh and Torrance, right right up against Sandridge Nature Center. Is our we call it our campus because we have Green Lake Aquatic Center across uh, Torrance, as well as Sand Ridge Nature Center and Camp Shabona Woods and that is a uh, that's a campground with a group site as well as tent pads no RV sites there but small cabins that one's only open seasonally it's open from October uh, through I'm sorry April through October so uh, that one that one butts right up against Sand Ridge Nature Center we do a lot of programming with them and they kind of uh, they do a lot of extra extra stuff down there with the campers at Shabona so uh, I think I covered them all Chauncey
0: And you did that in one breath. I did. You're right. Uh. You did that one breath, Brian. But you know, really, so there's camping area from the northeast corner of Cook, the northwest, the uh, Payless Heights area. The and really, you said it the easy. If if you go to Maple Lake, just past Maple Lake, you're going to run into it. Uh, It's right there, Bullfrog Lake. Uh, Then then you've got the uh, Sullivan and then uh, Shabana. I mean, there are great places for people to go camping, and they're priced exceptionally reasonably right
6: they are yes yeah they are i mean i'll give you some examples we have two different pricing structures one for the summertime and one for the fall but you know you could get a regular tent bed for 37 dollars um thursday through saturday our weekend nights and it's even cheaper during the week um so you know there's lots of options our large cabins uh go up to um 173 dollars uh, for a weekend, but they sleep 10 people. Yeah, so if you break that down per person, that's 17 bucks a person per night. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're very affordable. So if you've got a big family who's never camped before or you're an avid tent camper, um, you know, we want people, the, the, they say it's, it's the getaway that's not far away, Chauncey. We want people to come out to the forest preserves right down the block or around the corner mm-hmm. and, um, you know, really get outdoors and experience what, what their forest preserves are all about.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a great line the getaway that's not far away.
6: Yes. I wish I could take credit for that, but I cannot, but it is one of our taglines for the campgrounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, and you know, you, you mentioned a couple of the cabins and the the smaller cabins and stuff, because, and and, and I'm not saying that, you know, as some of us have, I don't like to use the word age, but as, and I don't even like to use the word matured because I'm still not mature, but, uh, (laughs) but as some of us mature, um, you know, maybe you don't want to throw the tent up and you don't want to do this. And, you know, you just uh, let me see one of those. Can I've been in the cabins, by the way, and they're gorgeous, clean, well-made. And you could go in there, settle down, bring your stuff in there, indoor plumbing. And then, you know, you just sit outside, little campfire there. You can watch the world go by. Uh, but the other flip side of the coin is for the young families. I mean think about this you know you're gonna go camping and whether you if you have this stuff great if you have all the the stuff you need and some people tease me because I have too much camping stuff when I go camping huh. but uh, if if you don't have stuff you can get stuff from the site right
6: yeah so so we offer a number of different uh, programs for people who have who are not you know novice campers who don't go to your REI or even your Walmart or Menards mm-hmm. to buy a tent. Um, we offer a number of, of, of programs called Family Camp ups where we'll take a family of up to six and we'll do that of up to eight to ten families and we'll do a, a weekend overnight for a small fee. You and a family up to six comes out in the evening on Friday night. We do a dinner, campfire, an evening program. We provide tents and sleeping beds. We sleep over in the morning. We do breakfast another program and it's kind of an introduction you know we do these on and off throughout the summer and early fall all over the county we do about four uh total um and so so these programs are great for those who've never camped before whether Mm -hmm. you know you're a family of a of a mom and and a son or a daughter or you're a family with uh, an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent or whomever uh, up to six. We've got huge tents that people can stand up in. Mm-hmm. We also do have a rental program on site, I believe. The the vendor, Indigo Golf Partners, they also run our, our golf courses on the district. They have some rental equipment that um, if, the, uh, if the interested party contacts the campground directly, they can inquire with them.
0: Mm. And, you know, I'm just thinking about this. This is a, you know, wow, what a great option for, a, you know, a single parent who, you know, wants to take their kids out and, you know, can get their gear and there's a little program for, you know, to get them going. But you have programs going other than that at some of these uh, campgrounds, correct?
6: Um, Yeah. So we, during the summer months, which I think is really important, what we're trying to do with these campgrounds, Chauncey, what we found is that we get a lot of individuals coming from out of state on their way through the city or to the city, and they wanted to bring their camper and they didn't have an option before because of the proximity to the city. Mm -hmm. But also we found that people just like camping and they've never been to our nature center, let's say, or never experienced a a picnic grove at a family picnic or a a corporate event or something. From Memorial Day to Labor Day on Friday nights and Saturday afternoons and evenings, we offer free programming. It's a part of your uh the cost or of the reservation let's say so for no extra charge we have program staff and naturalists out on uh, fridays and saturdays and they provide bat hikes and stargaving programs as well as fishing and net dipping programs you name it every weekend it's something different at our three busiest campgrounds uh we don't offer this up at danbeard because it's more of a group site and you know some weekends nobody's there but at reinberg at Shabona, at Bullfrog, as well as at Sullivan, all four of the other campgrounds, we offer this program on Friday and Saturday
0: nights. And see, that's... uh, Once again, we're just adding to the the buffet table of the outdoors in the Forest Preserve. I mean, you know, the Forest Preserves everybody out there... I mean, you've heard me preach about this. This isn't the Forest Preserves that I grew up in. This is the Forest Preserves of today and the future. I mean, there is so much... Oh, that almost sounded really deep thought you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just that this is where people can get out and and let the kids you know see and you know i hate to say this but you know it always happens you know you're gonna go out camping or something like that and a little billiard sally says oh mom i forgot my sleeping bag at home all right hold on a second you're not that far away from home and you can pick it up and That's bring it right true. back but That's i mean true. yeah this is so much fun to do because you're part of nature, and I'm telling you right now, when you lay quietly in a tent, and you hear the crickets at night, or the owls, you know, talking, or the, the different night birds singing, and, I mean, you just kind of get lulled into a beautiful passive sleep, and...
6: Yeah, I've, oh. I've done a lot of camping in my life, and I've never slept better then, uh then on a, on a rainy night, you know, where it's just drizzling a little bit on the tent, puts you right out. Oh, that's so the best. I, I, I agree with you.
0: That's the best. That's the best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, if somebody wants to get more information, what's the best way for them to do this, Brian?
6: Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, the best way to do it is on our website, which is FPDCC, stands for Forest Preserve District Cook County. So mm-hmm. that's FPDCC.com forward slash camping. But we also have an 855 number people can call. That's 855-YES-CAMP, Y-E-S-C-A-M-P. We use um, an online reservation system. So if you're just camping for the family, the best thing to do is go to our website and sign up online, find your weekend. It's a very easy system, just like any other reservation system. But if you've got groups, or a special occasion or something like that, be sure to call that number. Mm -hmm. You can also call all the campgrounds directly. If you just Google the one you're interested in, there is a direct line as well to each one online. Brian,
0: I want to say thank you for coming on the show this morning and teaching everybody, including me, about another neat thing to do in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Why? Because it's right in our own backyard.
6: That's right. Chauncey, it was my pleasure. Thanks for
0: inviting me. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708 798 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them
5: Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. In ninety-five, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only 95 you get 12 big issues of You Can't Beat This Deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman
0: loves to yell is, FISH ON! 2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish On! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on!
3: Well, let me tell you a story about a live fella. Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors.
0: Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie, you can't go wrong. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on this past Wednesday... We had a really big, big shoe announcement, as, you know, the old guys on television would say. Uh, <laughs> but what we have with us today, we have the uh, deputy head of fisheries for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, Kevin Irons, who is the expert, the expert on all kinds of strange fish that are in our waters. But the one that we're going to be talking about has a new name, and the new name, Kevin, is?
2: It's copy I'm sure everybody's out there uh, having their their kopi sandwich or kopi taco right now, <laughs> and we're so excited about this new
1: name.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly! You got to have your sandwich, your sandwich, and uh, the fish that we're speaking about was for many years we've had this fish, and it's actually not just one fish; it's a group of fish called the Asian carp. That's the nickname they were given, and uh, we've now. And the, the problem is, I think Kevin. Carp has such a a negative what do you want to call it you know commentary about it, but the thing is if you grew up in eastern Europe ancestry, carp was a very big staple meal for thanks for for big holidays christmas i mean uh you used to be I'm not exaggerating that many years ago you'd go to Berwin and they would have the meat markets would have sign you know get your carp order in
2: early. <laughs> Christmas carp was was a deal, and uh, that's why we have them here. They're not native. They are invasive in the U.S., too, and um, we brought them here, our European ancestors did, in 1880, and so now they're pretty much throughout the U.S.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, but now we have a, a name for it called kopi. It's amazing. It's, the interesting thing is, You know, it's like if you never ate a French fry in your life, you would always... And and someone told you they were ucky. Boy, that's a technical term, isn't it? And... (laughs) You know what it means. You knew what it... Yeah, you know what it means. But here you are, if you, you know, try it, you go, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, these fish aren't a fish that swims in the muck of the bottom. They swim in the upper end of the the water, you know, table, and they're, yes, they're, they're like a, I hate to use a the term, but they're like a black Angus in the water, because they're eating, you know, green, and what what does a cow eat? Grass. And, you know, they're eating all the, the good stuff, and this is what this fish are, they're eating the plankton, the phytoplankton, the zooplanktons, and, you know, that's all the stuff that's good, and people just have this
2: block that, oh, they're swimming in the muck.
0: No, they're not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no these big headed silver copy um are eating the, the very best of the food if you go into the health food stores today you see these micronutrients from algae i mean this is what they're eating mm-hmm. so this is a health food and, and really a blank campus for our chefs
0: yeah and that's
2: the interesting
0: thing i think if uh you, I mean I can't there's another species of fish that got a different name and now everybody eats it it's oh that's I, I'm eating that well you know 20 years ago it was called something else and nobody wanted to touch it uh, but here well,
2: you probably know it's orange ruffy yeah chauncey and uh, but when it was called slimehead in the early 1970s no one was catching it or bringing it into the market so the National Marine Fisheries Service you know, brought that argument that uh, we can take an underutilized fish and and today we're concerned. Um, there, there's a healthy fishery out there, but uh, uh, everybody knows what orange roughy is and doesn't have a problem ordering off the menu. They would never have gotten slimehead,
0: right? Never, never would have. Gotten, if I forgot the name of it, slimehead. <laughs> but see, this fish—I mean, the meat is—it's firm. It's got great texture. It's got great flavor. Uh, a year ago, there was a program that went to some of the places throughout the state of Illinois where they were actually doing, you know, people could come and sample the chefs that were cooking it outdoors, and they took a lot of this fish and they gave it to the people that were homeless in the area that needed a good meal, and they they were just amazed. Everybody was amazed at how good that fish was. And that is something I think people need to learn a little bit more about.
2: When when people try this, Fish, it is always one taste test. It could be compared to catfish or tuna. Um, I mean, the fish is, 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 re- is really delicious. Like you said, it's firm. And, and the chefs can make it into a, a, a slider or a po' boy, or they can make a taco out of it. It's so versatile. You can make it uh, Mediterranean, or you can do a southwestern. You know, it just takes the spices so well. So the, the opportunities. Uh, and once you have the opportunity to just come up with tens of millions of pounds of protein today. Mm-hmm. So we're making this high-quality protein available. And for social reasons, why not get into the, the food pantries and, and the food deserts? Mm-hmm. One, oh. one of the things we like to say about this branding is eat well, do good. Eat well, do good. <laughs> and, and trust
0: me, Kopi is very good to eat. Um, I, there's another gentleman um, who's very, very active in the uh, Illinois bow fishing uh, world, Ed DeVries. Ed DeVries, they, they're going after the common German carp, they're going after, you know, grass, the mirrored carp, they're going after the gars, etc. And his son will, would rather eat those rough fish that we would not think, because they're not pretty looking fish, the kid, lo- they taste unbelievably good. And it's like the, this kid is is the one who turned me on trying all these things, and this Kopi, you know, the, is just going to be such a big hit. And it's not just you know, imagine the market it's going to open up for everybody to enjoy this. It's I think it's low in, it's, it's low. I know it's low in mercury because it's not sitting in the muck, uh,
2: but it's it's what it's a, uh, omega threes right. <laughs> Omega-3s are high, you know, and omega-3s, omega-6s those good, good things we need in our diet that's mm-hmm. low in those contaminants. You know, it's, it's compared to a farm-raised, something like a catfish, uh, and so much better for you than, than tuna from a mercury standpoint. Mm-hmm. So it really is, it almost checks all the boxes uh, as a sustainable green choice, helping Illinois resources, and actually something that's healthy.
0: Yeah, and this is not just an Illinois thing, is it? This, we're doing this across forty-eight states, right?
2: Uh, that's that's the goal. We're, we're very. We have to go careful, right? Because our fishery has to grow along with this great idea about eating kopi. and uh, so it is. Uh, we're in about six states uh, today uh, after launch, and, and uh, as far west as uh, Phoenix, Arizona,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and we're going down into. Places like Mississippi or, or Louisiana, but it, it is truly a, a fish for the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a national concern. These fish uh, throughout our, our large rivers, you know, not only just Illinois waters, but the Mississippi, Ohio, Missouri, and the lower Mississippi
1: mm-hmm.
2: have a tremendous uh, a, a supply of this. So it's only going to go up from here. Mm-hmm. No, oh, exactly. I Often think you know, we're getting to launch date and we hit the finish line, and I, I just realized we're just now entering the starting gate. Yeah, uh, to get this coping moving. No, exactly.
0: Um, I know my good friend uh, Mr. Dolinsky uh, was on uh, on Wednesday, and you know this guy has been doing uh, food things in Chicago media for many years, and I mean he's not going to tell you to eat something unless it's good, and he's
2: this is he goes this is really good. <laughs> It can be one of the best fish dinners you ever had. And I know, uh, I think Steve has had it uh, overseas, you know, mm-hmm. in a traditional setting. And, um, you know, you, you infuse it with these sauces and, and peppers and everything else. And it's fabulous. But you can serve it boneless also. You can get these boneless strips off. Mm-hmm. And I compare it to crappie. So it doesn't have to be exotic, it can just be your Friday night fish fry. Um, You know, I think copia is something that we're we're really going to thrive and enjoy uh, these next few years.
0: Oh, gosh, yes. And, you know, some of the things about this, I mean, yes, this fish got into our waterways through, uh, you know, a little little bit of a flooding program back down in uh, Arkansas back in the day, and they used these fish to try to eat the algae in the catfish ponds. That's right, and you know a little bit of a when the river goes up and goes over the dike and fills up the pond and the, those fish get out, they swim around, have a field day, and you know they find hey we got a new place to live and they just kept on going at it. Um, but the thing about these fish is you're not you there's you're not going to catch them on hook and line in their mouth. You there could be a wild chance that you could, but ninety nine percent of the time you're never going to catch one that way because they are not. That they're a filter feeder, which means they just swim through the water with their mouth open, like a paddlefish does, like a uh, a whale shark does. They just swim with their mouth open, picking up their nutrients that their body needs. Uh, and if you happen to be in the right spot, you may get one in the mouth. But otherwise, it's going to be a little difficult for you to catch one. However, if you're in a boat and you're revving up about fourteen hundred RPM on that engine on the illinois river you might get a few in your boat <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think you've been there yes yeah. and, and those are our silver uh that that are jumping
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um and, and probably the mildest of all the fish really yeah. the silver kopi are, are just fabulous so when you put your seasonings on it that's what you get
0: Hmm. oh yeah now some people have said to me uh that they are they're cleaner tasting because i enjoy catfish but they said you can't even compare it to catfish because it's a cleaner tasting fish than because catfish can sometimes have a little stronger taste which is not bad i like the taste of catfish but they say this is such a cleaner fish to try uh so i'm i'm pretty excited about this that you know this, this kopi that we're going to have is uh, more readily available and people should learn, you know, whether you're going into a, a restaurant, a, a local establishment, if you know what I mean by that word. <laughs> Correct. And, you know, and getting your, uh, you know, kopi sliders or your deep fried kopi or your, you know, broiled. I mean, I think you can, I've seen over the years pan fried, steamed, broiled, roasted. Baked, grilled, hamburgers, tacos, all kinds of stuff made out of these things, and I, I've got w- some delicious soups, Chauncey. Really? No kidding.
2: So uh, more of like a vegetable soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our commercial fishers, right? They're they're going to be key. They're they're our big asset. But uh, uh, one of our senior uh, commercial fishers takes this home and makes a fabulous um, soup out of it. And it's just the perfect thing for a a late fall day, getting in from a deer stand, uh, having a, a copi chowder or a copi soup. Oh yeah. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And once again, you said that this is, um, this program is, is to really teach people the quality of the fish that they may have overlooked for 20 years. Absolutely.
2: Um, well, we have a website set up, com, and, and, not you know, you'll say, oh, I've never had this. I don't know how to cook it. We have these chefs, and those all those things you've laid out, we've got recipes on the website. Uh, where to find Kopi Near Me is, is on the website, you know. So we're going to help you set up with these new uh, fish markets and, and grocery stores that have um, supplies of this that you can go get. Um, you don't have to go out and have it jump in your boat necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, if, if your fish shop doesn't have it, you know Dirk there on the north side will have this in stock. He's ready to go. He's been a great advocate for a long time because of the uh, the properties of how you catch this fish. Um, but if they don't have it, ask about it. Yeah, we've got I don't know four or five national distributors uh, sharing it across the country. So. Um, it can get to your neighborhood, and you just have to ask for it.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, Supreme Lobster, uh, which has an, an, not—it's five acres of, of an opera. You don't see it when you're in the store, but behind the store is five acres of of tanks and everything else. I mean, they are so concerned over quality of the product, cleanliness of the product, what you know, the chemicals in the fish. That I mean, out of you I, I know many, many, many. Fishmongers are very concerned. But I will say that these guys are talking to the uh, boat captains out in the ocean and the tests that the people out there are running on the fish before they even ship it to them. That's how concerned these people are. When you buy fish in Vegas, guess where it came from? Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, this is what I mean. If they're doing it, this ought to tell you how high level this is. This is good Indeed. stuff. This is good stuff. You know, our
2: local gym here, Calumet Fisheries, makes phenomenal smoked fish, Ooh. and it, you can go out there and get your smoked kopi. I'm ready. Okay.
0: I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So you said there, uh, the website for more information? Choosecopy.com. Choosecopy.com. That's C-O-P-I dot com. And this is just a unique way for us to learn about another great fish that you may not have wanted to try, but once you try it, you're going to go, dang, I should have done this a long time ago.
2: <laughs> and protect our waters at the same time.
0: That's exactly, we're, we're going to reduce the population of those fish in in the re- Illinois, Mississippi, and many other rivers in our area that have them in there. Oh, man, that is so, you know. I'm excited about this. I'm so glad that you guys made this announcement on Wednesday and everybody got fired up about it. And we're talking with Kevin Irons. He's the deputy uh, head of fisheries for the state of Illinois, and he knows more about these fish than I think anybody I know of. So uh, if he's behind it, we know it's good and right. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan. The two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMediaAOL.com. <coughs> chauncey's great outdoors is brought to you by waterworks the number one london low dealer in the midwest at one hundred eighty six sixty south cicero avenue and country club hills 708-798-9700 midwest outdoors magazine the true magazine for the midwest sportsman at midwestoutdoors.com paul's pizza on 31st and wolf road in westchester illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at GPItaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Wren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57.
3: Catfish, boogie-woogie, boogie-woogie, boogie-woogie. Boogie. Catfish, boogie-woogie, boogie-woogie, boogie, boogie. Woke up this morning about half past four. I see tiptoeing cross my floor, my ever loving baby with a rod in her hand, heading for the creek called Catfish Land. She yelled at me and said, "Get up, son! Come along with me and let's have some fun." I grabbed my breeches and a long cane pole, headed for the red hot catfish hole. Catfish boogie, 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 boogie boogie. Catfish boogie, 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 boogie boogie. Catfish boogie, do it, baby, with me.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and I'm pretty excited about all the fun times we're having this weekend, so don't sit around the house, plan, get out there, and let's enjoy the great out of doors. that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, uh, i got a couple little notes here from uh, the state of Michigan. Uh, Alewives, you know, they're little small fish between two and nine inches long, kind of silvery. They look like a a silver spoon. They really do. But they're experiencing from about Muskegon North, I think it is, uh, a die-off of a bunch of alewives on uh, that side of Lake Michigan. You know, they're not native to the Great Lakes. Uh, They migrated from the Atlantic Ocean in the 1920s through the uh, canal. And uh, they spend most of their time in deep water. And then uh, it's cold down there. And in the spring and summer, they migrate to the near shore areas to spawn, search for food, because that's where all the food is. Uh, and some alewives come out of the the winter. They're kind of weak. They're not as strong as they should be. So what happens there is they get shocked and they die. I mean, that spawning is not an easy thing in nature. Uh, So, remember that. Uh, So, pour over winter conditions, temperature changes, and stuff like that. They are seeing this die-off go from about Muskegon all the way up to Cross Village and out to Beaver Island uh, this time of the year. So, you know, if you see it, it's just part of nature, and the DNR is on it, okay? This sounds like fun. I'm ready to go. From our friends in Madison, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, DNR, And the Waterfowl Conservation Organizations will again co-host the Waterfowl Hunting Expo on August 27th uh, at the Sunnyview Expo Center in Oshkosh. My gosh. Oh, The Outdoor Family and Dog Friendly Expo, and let me tell you, it is, oh, there's dogs everywhere, will allow hunters to engage with the latest experts and technologies ahead of this year's migratory bird season. Public is invited to join in of exhibits, competition, hands-on learning, and all kinds of waterfowl stuff. Uh, it's a one-of-a-kind experience. We'll feature the 2022 Wisconsin Duck and Goose Calling Championship, uh, the fastest retriever contest, waterfowl stamp contest, and a whole lot more. So make sure you get out there and have some fun with it. Now let's hear our Aiden Fishing Report. Sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. 708-798-90700. Tell them thanks for sponsoring Chauncey's Great Outdoors and the Aiden Fishing Report. It's important to do that. Here we go. Papa, I fractured my ankle. Oh, he didn't tell me that. Uh, (laughs) I have to call this kid up. I fractured my ankle so I can't jump into the lake this summer, but I can go out fishing. Linda Sue and her parents came out and we fished from Muskegon Whitehall area on the big lake. The salmon were really slow. We caught a few 45 to 120 feet down in 120 to 200 feet of water. Spoons in green and orange worked well. We fished them Oh, we then fished the harbor and had fun catching drum. Uncle Tom went to the St. Joe River area. He said he caught freshwater drum and catfish on night crawlers. He also said that the water warmed up, so the steelhead fishing was slow, and that's what he wanted to catch. Perch fishing was also slow, and the few perch that were caught were caught very deep. Him and Rusty went out on a boat for steelhead coho and chinook salmon, And they went out way beyond 100 feet. Spoons, we're catching most of these fish right now. Hope to see you soon so we can go fishing off the pier. Love your limping. (laughs) Love your limping fishing magician, Aiden. Right here in western Michigan. Okay, well that sounds pretty good. Well, you know what? Now let's hear from Big Fish Brooksy out on the west shoreline of the big star should say the eastern shoreline of lake michigan but the west shoreline of the state of michigan how you doing big fish i'm doing well Chance. what's going
3: on so i've uh, been doing well on uh, catfish this week for sure i was fishing i think they're the they're done spawning you know when they spawn you don't catch as many of them no uh but actually you don't hardly catch any so but i've was there for like an hour and caught six of them, six channels. Still haven't caught a nice big flathead yet. Then I went the next day and Big Head Todd and the Monsters was playing on the waterfront, and I didn't catch any channel cats, but I caught five bass. <laughs> <laughs> was like a same bait, too, yeah. exact
0: same bait. Yeah, you you do this a lot in the Grand Haven Channel, right? I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you you've got a couple of favorite baits that you like to to, to throw for these fish, don't you?
3: Oh yeah, I I throw Fire Tiger is the color, and it's a number seven, uh, fat wrap Rapala fat wrap Balsa wood bait. Mm. I doctor them up a little bit, put red hooks on them, but you can't buy them anymore. They quit making them. Mm. I wish they would make them again. <laughs> I'll cry one day when I lose it. I tie my every week. I retie my knot <laughs>
0: every week. Well, and and that's true. Anytime you have a favorite bait, that's when they stop making them.
3: <laughs> they have quit <laughs> making them a long time ago. They made them a little bit after, but they made them plastic. That, mm-hmm. You know, it was still a fat wrap, and now they don't make them at all.
0: Well, Big Fish, thanks for coming on the show and giving us a fishing report for the Grand Haven area, okay? All righty. That's Big Fish. Yeah, right. Big Fish, sea Fish every day. <laughs> Take you care. Go. Bye-bye. Well, in the harbors of Lake Michigan, the smallmouth are in the area. The perch seem to move out. You are catching a smoot few dink little perch, but rock bass, uh, pike are being caught, and some other fish. So that you're seeing some decent activity in our harbors. And the Cook County Forest Preserves are very good with bluegills. Oh, my goodness gracious. They're very good. You want a full fishing report? Go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and watch our video fishing report. We've got all kinds of stuff for you on that spot right there. Okay, oh, and I hear the flute playing, so you know what that means. We're coming to the end of the show, and I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from Sun Bear of the Chippewa, and it's kind of an interesting one. This one says, I do not think the measure of civilization is how tall a building of concrete are, or, but rather how well it is how people seem to relate to their environment and their fellow man. Wow. Very good, Sunbear, Bear. Very, very good. I like that one. And you know what? As always, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish that we catch. We really are, borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We need to protect it for them and for us, not just for today, but for the future. That's how important the environment is for us, no matter what you do, from your backyard to the great outdoors. We'll see you next week. We're right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody.